This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Away we go, getting you set for the weekend. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we are The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. We got a big weekend show planned for you with lots of baseball. The second half officially underway. We'll talk about the Cubs, the Sox, updated odds. Kyler Murray breaking the bank with a huge new contract. We'll talk some NFL as we inch, uh, inch closer to the start of training camp. A couple teams actually reported this week. The Bears go next week. We're getting close to our favorite time of the year, Mike. That's football oh. season. Oh, my God. I That's can't. where the hair starts falling out. The hair gets gray. How you doing, Carm? Good, buddy. Randy's back uh, from the baseball tournament uh, from last week. We'll talk about that maybe down the line. Uh, it's great to talk to everybody again, and you're absolutely right. I mean, when they're showing uh, WNBA highlights off the top of the shows. Okay, it's time to get back to work. That's all I'm going to say. Football. Not that I have anything against it, but you know what? Basically, if it's driven by that, you better give them only a week. We got to get back to work, and uh, the week-long uh, holiday, as I like to call it, for the Major League Baseball players is over. There were some games last night. Yeah, games. It was nice to see games yesterday. Watched uh, some of the second game between the Yankees and the Astros. Mm. I mean, as impressive as the Yankees are, the Astros go out and sweep the doubleheader. I mean, mm-hmm. you think of what the Mariners have done, and maybe we'll talk about that game later. Mariners, mm-hmm. uh, that's the weekend series in Seattle. It's it's Astros and Mariners. You think about what the Mariners have done. They go into the All-Star break winning 14 in a row. They're 10 games out of first. Uh, yeah. The Astros are incredible. Yeah, and uh, you know what? We were worried about taking the over Yankees um, at one point where they were fixing the totals. How are they not going to win it? How are they going to do this? How are they going to do that? It doesn't matter who wins the divisions. Houston owns them. I was on uh, uh, my podcast at, uh, at yeah. the bar room, mm-hmm. and uh, I was asked by Aldo Gandia. He said, who's going to win the games tonight? Uh, I, I just said that the Houston's got better pitching. Yeah. They have better pitching. And now Judge hits a home run yesterday, which is good. That makes the MVP race, which is uh, between him and Otani, I think. Very uh, close. Very close yeah. right now. And uh, I watched Detroit because I have the under. They were 1-1 one one against mm-hmm. Oakland. So, you know, I had some interest yesterday going for the games. But, you know, the second half's going to be great. The White Sox uh, under the gun still by a lot of fans. I'm thinking that the 500 record is unacceptable. But when you see where they came from uh, after slumping for two months, and I basically say slumping. That was a long one where they were scoring two, three runs. I think we're in pretty good shape for the next 70. I did double down on my uh, White Sox to win the division bet. I got it again at plus 170. The White Sox took some money even during the week where there were no games, and it was just the all-star festivities this week because uh, Monday morning you could have still had the Sox at about plus 130 to win the division. Mm -hmm. As we record the podcast on this Friday, uh, five days later, the White Sox are down to plus 120 on points bet to win the division. So they took some money this week. It's Twins plus 115, White Sox plus 120, Cleveland 4-1. to one. Fangraphs giving the White Sox the best chance to win the division, 42.6% chance to win the division, mm-hmm. giving the Twins a 36% chance mm-hmm. and just 21% for Cleveland. So well, I still think the pro- Sox will win it. It was last. It was last impressions. The White Sox did a good job in Minnesota. Yeah. Now they got Cleveland. Okay, but all bets are off if they lose. Uh, you know, two uh, or three in Cleveland. I mean, you know, you just got to uh, keep winning. I think they will. I think they got their mojo. 
Uh, there's no doubt that that tweet I put out, uh, that video I put out, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just lambasting Tony Larusa for not being co- coherent at times and not doing the job and not being the guy I thought he would do. You know, they watch these things, they watch videos. I thought I made some good points, and we're 11 and seven since that video. Yeah, so there you go. I would like some writing votes for manager of the year, <laughs> uh, especially if we keep winning this thing. Because all of a sudden they got on fire. I told him tip a chair, or tip a table, over, do something. Something, quit, right? So quit standing in the dark. The only thing you're missing is a cane, right. you know? Yes. My God, let's go. Do the Billy Bean. Go in and uh, throw a Gatorade. To, well, they, you know? they're trying to give Kenny Williams uh, credit oh, for going down please. to the locker room. Well, it hasn't worked for 34 out of the 35 years, okay? Exactly. So let's knock that nonsense off. He's not He's not Canute Williams, okay? No, I'm with you. Please. Four-game four series starts on the south side tonight. Uh, like Mike said, it's White Sox and Guardians. They'll play a double dip tomorrow. Sunday's pitching matchup is a phenomenal one. That'll be Cease and Bieber. Tonight, it's Cal Quantrill versus Lucas Giolito. The White Sox are about a minus 155 favorite. Wow, I wouldn't uh, touch it. I don't think I would either just because we've well, talked about... Well, because Quantrell's okay and Giolito, we don't know. Uh, well, and he's been he's good been lately. He's been good lately. What and does he, that mean? He's got good career numbers against uh, the Guardians, for what it's worth. A career 1.77 ERA in 12 starts. But we've talked about the struggles at home. and, and Yes. Uh, that's probably why I would suggest staying away. The White Sox are just 19 and 25 straight up. That's the yep. sixth worst home record in MLB. They're tied with Oakland for the worst run line record uh, at home at just 14 and 30. So I would certainly stay away from that. If anything, you know, you look at the total tonight of eight, hot, sticky night. Cal Quantrill throws a lot of fly balls. He's not a strikeout pitcher. Right. I mean, a lot of fly balls. He's a little bit and of a. Rev- Giolito's pitches aren't working. They hang a little bit. Uh, they absolutely. Don't dip. Look out. Quantrill's a reverse split guy, too. Two righties tend to do well against him, even though he's a right-handed pitcher. If anything, maybe you look for some fireworks tonight and over eight. That's the only thing I'd suggest maybe taking a look at. But I'm with Mike. Stay away game for me in terms of money line or run line. Uh, Just the over eight is something I think I might be able to get behind, especially with Quantrill on the mound. And the White Sox did, like you said, finish with yep. a high note in that first half, and hopefully they carry that momentum into the second and half. And they'll Mike. get healthier and stuff like that. I just want to say, as far as uh, uh, records are concerned, Carmen last week uh, did a 1-0 and a beautiful job. I was 0-3, so I was, I'm was i 9-3 and my last uh, four weeks. And, you know, I, I we'll could take go 3-0. That. <laughs> yeah, I could, well, you know what? It helps to have that base. I yeah. mean, you win nine in a row, then oh. you come up with an 0-3, just a, a crap best. I mean, uh, uh, the games didn't go according to plan, but it's betting baseball. But uh, some guy said, you hit the skids a little bit. I go, yeah. I guess it's noticeable because you go nine and zero. But I could have gone three and zero, two and one, two and one, sure. two and one, and gotten the same type of situation. So. Uh, we're going to get back on the beam. I lost my bonus picks, too, last week uh, with Carmen York. Maybe I got wrapped up too much with the lawn talk, uh, you know, and the seating and stuff like that, the sod. So, so, so well, I'm, but I do have to uh, bring up, a, and you'll hear the bonus play at 145. I got a little problem with the bird feeder, so I'll hit Oh, God. Back. I tell you, I, well, first of all, is the grass coming in okay? It's like, coming in, you're but it's it's going to take two seasons. To, two seasons. It looks like, you know what, it looks like Tulane Stadium, you know? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's beautiful, but it's only a small section. But it, it is it is noticeable, but I it, sort of like it. It's grown on me, and I have no choice. It's amazing uh, the things that you get wrapped up in as you get older. Now you got the bird seed, the bird well, feeders. Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> I'm going to just give you a quick one, what's happened here. We have four bird feeders. We had two big ones, two little ones, okay? We had like 70, 80 birds. I'm spending literally seven bucks a day on bird food, okay? <laughs> They're like family, all right? All of a sudden, I see a couple of doves, pigeons. And then I see four more come. And they, wait a minute, they're like uh, a street gang. 
they're, they're, I look them up in the Wikipedia. They're like bullies. They bully other birds. Who could have met doves? I mean, who would imagine? They're, yeah, aren't they like doves or whatever they're called. They start bullying the birds. Okay, so me and B had a, a board meeting. That's what we called it. Once you're past forty years right. of marriage, yeah. a board meeting. We had a board meeting. We took out the two big ones, added two little ones. The pit with little perches, they can't get on them now. They're gone. If they're gone, I just got the little birds. If like uh, it drove me nuts. In 1992, when you were hanging out uh, at Jilly's, if somebody would have yeah. walked up and said, "Mike, you're going to be worried about the morning doves and they're bullying your birds in 30 years," I don't know what. In you 1992, said to them. if I even knew there were birds, <laughs> I don't or know I even what you would have said. Yeah, I don't know what I. I mean, seriously, 1992, I had my head down. You know what I mean? <laughs> just walking straight. I I counted the lines on the sidewalk, hoping everything would work out. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? I love it. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to our guy. Luke Pergandy will find out what's hot at Prop Swap. Yep. We got more baseball games to talk about, including Cubs Phillies. Uh, I got a thought on that game tonight. We'll give you our best plays. Uh, we we got to talk about the Kyler Murray deal too. Maybe oh, we can yeah. spend some time on that with Luke and just talk about big picture NFL stuff. So, lots to do, folks. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we're really just getting warmed up for this weekend's edition. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. Every week, we are with you talking sports and sports gambling. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We're presented by PropSwap. We love PropSwap.com and the free PropSwap app. And one of the founding members is a Chicago guy, and he joins us each and every week to talk about the tickets that are for sale, and there are thousands of them. Say hi to Luke Pergandy, everybody. Luke, it's time to get back to work. <laughs> hey, Carm. Hey, Mike. What's up, pal? What's Sec- up, Luke? Second half baseball. We're ready to rock and roll, right? Second half baseball, yeah. I mean, you know, like we kind of talked about last week, going into the break, like there's this this group of teams at the top that are single digits: Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, Mets, Braves, a little bit, and then there's a big gap. And you know, I guess my point is, one of those teams in that second group: Blue Jays, Milwaukee, San Diego, Tampa, like Philly, like someone in that second group of teams, maybe the White Sox. Someone in that second group of teams is going to make a run, and this would be the time to pounce on them because it's you know you can get the Sox at forty to one, you can get San Diego at thirty to one. Um, I like both of those numbers. I'm not sure either of those two teams win the World Series this year, but if they make a run in you know early August, you can flip that for three or four times what you paid for. Yeah, and that's what we're always talking about. That's why Prop Swap is great. Um, look, there was a time when the White Sox were about an eight to one favorite to win. The World Series, they're down to 33-1 to right now. Now could be the time if you're looking for someone in that second group, what Luke's talking about specifically, to buy a ticket. They've got a very favorable schedule coming up. And if the White Sox can hit it here a little bit in the next couple of weeks and as we get into August with a favorable schedule, 33-1 to won't last long. And as their odds start to plummet, you could be sitting on something valuable. I also, and I know there's some Shohei tickets for sale Look, there was a time, Luke, where you could have had Shohei at about 8-1 to one to be the MVP. He's the minus 110 favorite to be the MVP, to go back-to-back in the AL right now. So uh, there are some people that must have valuable Shohei tickets if they bought in at 8 or 10-1, to because now he's the favorite. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, we've been selling Shohei tickets all year long. We're we're well aware of this guy's talent. Um, yeah, he it's going to be him or Judge in yeah. the AL. Yep. You know, um, so you know, people have kind of been calling for Shohei's demise just because he plays more than the average pitcher does, obviously. Um, so I, I don't. He's he's bucked the trend so far, so I see no reason why these last you know two and a half months are going to change anything. He's he's so much fun to watch. It's amazing. Yeah, well, let's talk now about something that's going to be fun to watch, Luke, NFL. Mm. And I was looking at the MVP list today, and I was staggered by something that I saw uh, because uh, Trey Lance, who was 200-to-1 last year, is like 60 or 70-to-1 because they're betting him down. I don't know. Uh, I've been watching football a long time. Uh, from and, and, and if we want to talk about Trey Lance, to me, it looks like throwing away money. Would you take a flyer on it? He's replacing, supposedly, uh, Jimmy G, who had he's 79 touchdowns, 39 interceptions. Okay, he's had some mistakes made in the playoffs. But doesn't that seem odd that it's dropped that much and people believe that much in that guy? And would that be the ideal ticket to buy because he may surprise and actually do what he's supposed to do? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, you got to think about the, the NFL MVP is a quarterback's award. Right. So if we if we just assume that every every team's quarterbacks has an equal shot, the mm-hmm. odds should be 33 to 1 cuz there's 32 NFL teams. So mm-hmm. um if you're getting better than 33 to 1, like that's Why not? that's value, you know? Um obviously division is loaded, you mm-hmm. know, the the best division in football. Um, yeah. So going to be a, a, a gauntlet of, of six divisional games for sure. And, I thought Bear um, fans were delusional, but the San Francisco fans seem a little bit right now delusional. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo made a nice run. Yeah. He's a good quarterback. He's a heck of a quarterback. I think if the Bears picked up Jimmy Garoppolo tomorrow, nobody would complain or a lot of other teams. I don't get it. I wonder I where he'll yeah. end up. I mean, does he end up in – could it be Cleveland, depending on the length of the Deshaun Watson suspension? Yeah, it would be something. You know, and, like, he's the bridge because it's the last year of his deal, and they know it. Like, that could kind of make – or, I don't know, maybe they just release him outright. And What's really Cleveland amazing is that up. he got him to the Final Four, and he's a bridge. He gets San Francisco yeah. to the playoffs. He's a bridge. I mean, is Trey Lance a sure thing to get San no, Francisco to the No, now they never are. But they got to no. roll with him now, considering what they gave up to go get him. Wow. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyler's twenty to one to win the MVP. You know, you wonder Good if money. you wonder if you you take a chance. Uh, if you buy a ticket like that, Luke, now and you think to yourself, well, maybe they do what they've done the last couple of years and they get off to these ridiculously hot starts. The problem with Kyler and Kingsbury, and this goes back to college for Cliff, they stumble in the second half. Uh, I know he's not going to have. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins for what is it the first four or six games? I think it four. might have been as, as yeah, four games. Yeah, but the suspension. Four. But he's got one of his favorite receivers from college back with him after Baltimore traded Hollywood Brown out there. You know, if anything, I'd look at a, now that he's got his big deal. You look at Kyler at twenty to one. If they go six and two in the first half of the season, you could have a valuable Kyler Murray ticket. Yeah, yeah, I don't really understand the downgrade on the Cardinals. Um, I believe you can find them at forty to one. You can right now. To yes. yeah, I, I don't really get that. Um, again, back to the division. I get it. Like on one hand, the division is difficult, but at the same time, like they ran through it in the first half of the season last year, and even in the second half of the season, they still beat the Rams at home. 
Um, they dismantled the Browns. Like, mm-hmm. they beat some good teams, even in that second half. Obviously, they didn't finish the way they wanted to. Um, but to get, you know, to get them at 40-1 to 1 and the Eagles are 30-1, to 1, like, I don't really mm-hmm. understand that. I, I get the upgrade in the Eagles. They're a good team. They have a really good offensive line. Uh, obviously, adding A.J. Brown is going to help a ton. Yeah. But the defense is still suspect. Um, I'm not super sold on Miles Sanders in Philly. Um, so to get to get 25% more money by betting on Arizona than betting on Philly, I'd, I'd take the Cardinals. Yeah. I can't wait. NFL right around the corner, and it's fun to talk about some of these future stuff. And we'll continue to do that with Luke as uh, the next few weeks uh, you know, go by and camp gets rolling as we inch closer to the start of the – I believe we're like 40 business days, right, from the start of the NFL season or something like that. I love what we call it business days. It's great. Luke, have a yeah, great weekend. I mean, camp, but, go camp ahead, but, starts Monday, so yeah, here we it's, are. It's great. It's in Vegas and, and – and, who is it? Vegas and Jacksonville, I think, started this week as they play in the Hall of Fame game. Have a great weekend, Luke, and we'll catch up again next Friday. Thanks, guys. You too. See you, buddy. Oh, the money's coming in. It's coming in, baby. <laughs> I don't it. understand the Garoppolo thing. I don't get it. He gets you to the to the final four. I mean, I, I see teams committee. I know you made the picks, but my God, I mean, well, that's the thing. That he, was, he was one bad pass away from winning the Super Bowl. Right. He, well, well, and maybe that's part of the problem. He made a bad pass. If he hits. Emmanuel Sanders, they probably win but the don't Super Bowl. You have and to Emmanuel get Sanders was wide open. But well, don't you have you to do. get there to make the bad pass? Yeah. And but, you know what? But then you can't we, make the bad I saw, pass. I saw Brett Favre throw six interceptions in a, in a playoff game. I know. I don't understand. I, I, I saw Marino. Didn't Marino throw yeah. four in his last I've seen right? great quarterbacks yeah. perform badly in playoff situations. And that, you didn't hear, boy, Favre had six uh uh, six interceptions against the Rams uh, the other night. They're looking for another quarterback now, even though he's gotten them there. I, I, I just don't understand the thinking of some NFL teams. I, think, I really don't. I th- and I like Jimmy. I do. But I think, but I don't think Jimmy G is an elite quarterback. He's got a career quarterback rating a little bit below 100. I think you can win. That's not a bad career it's, quarterback it's not, rating. It's not, but it's also not elite. And Well, what is elite? Tom Brady? I mean, not everybody's Tom Brady. You know what? When the Chicago Bulls had Michael Jordan, okay, and the other teams had like Patrick Ewing, Mark Price, and, 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 you know, uh, you could go down the list, Dominique Wilkins in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Nobody p- could beat Jordan. You didn't see these teams saying, hey, Ewing can't beat Jordan. Let's get rid of him. <laughs> Let's replace you didn't him. hear the Atlanta Hawks saying, we can't beat Jordan. We're getting rid of Dominique Wilkins. At some point, you got to say, there's going to be only one winner. You don't penalize a guy for getting you to the Final Four. I don't get it. I don't. If, if anything, this could be good for Jimmy. It just yep. gets him. Uh, it, get out you know, of there. Depending on where, right. And because he's not the long-term answer there anyway. And depending on the kind of year he has, where he ends up and, and what like he does. But like Randy says, he was one pass away. Yeah. Everybody, this happens to all quarterbacks. I'll tell you what. Lamar Jackson. I'm gonna, the word on him is, no. you brought up the Ravens, right? Or mm-hmm. how they, well, no they traded Hollywood time Brown. Free, yeah. yeah. No big-time free agents want to play with them. No because big, they're not going to have big catch numbers. Yeah, he's He'll run half the time. He is the show. I mean, if you wanted to sign as a free agent receiver, you want Jimmy Garoppolo or Lamar Jackson. I mean, you got to look at the touchdown-interception ratio. I just don't think... I, I just don't think I would count on San Francisco making it to the Final Four. You got to get there, Carm. 
Yeah. You got to get there to have a chance. And he's done it a couple of times. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, like the, the playoff performance last year for the Dallas game I, I seems to be sticking out as they won that game, but it was not pretty. But, yeah, I, I like Jimmy. I don't know that I love him as a quarterback. Uh, I think he's very good. And I guess in San Francisco's mind, they thought there was a better option. But uh, you want to know right somebody? or wrong, they're going to have to find out because they traded so much to get Trey Lance. I have a famous saying. Well, not me. I heard this many times. <laughs> somebody else's uh, uh, garbage. Somebody's garbage is somebody else's treasure. Yeah, one for man's instance, trash is another man's treasure. Yes, treasant. for instance, Mitch Trubisky is a treasure right now at seven million bucks. <laughs> you know what? We'll find out if Justin Fields is our I, our treasure or our trash. Every know. because you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing a disturbing trends of quarterbacks that come through. And, 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 and all of a sudden, these teams want to get rid of them. Like I said, I'll use the NBA as an example. Nobody could beat Michael Jordan for six years. These teams did not say, since we're not going to be able to beat them, let's get rid of our top players and get mm. new players. It mm. didn't happen. You, know, you had to stick with the guys and hope that Jordan had an injury or that something stupid like Jordan retired. Oh, wait, he did retire. <laughs> you know, would open the door. And the Knicks came close. That's right, and Houston won it. When we come back, we're going to talk about a few more of the uh, baseball games on the card. We were talking to Luke about Shohei. He's pitching tonight. I want to talk to Mike about that game yeah. a little bit. Um, so don't go anywhere, folks. Still a lot to do. Jim Miller's got ponies in a little bit. Our best plays for tonight are coming up. Randy's back, so he'll have a play for the weekend as well. The commander. He loves the, that new title. The commander is yeah. here. The commandant. The commander. Yeah, and, and you think, you know what I say to him yesterday? I go, hey, Randy, what time are we starting them tomorrow? And we do the taping in the morning. So he goes 930-ish. You think the commander at, at, at D-Day said we're going to uh, land at 930-ish? <laughs> You have to have a precise time. You think Pat never said 9.30-ish, right? No. Yeah, Pat. You say, oh, 9.30. Come on. That's it. Let's go. 9.30 a.m. We're going to talk some tournament baseball, too. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to. Uh, we got my, my So we've got our final uh, tournament of the summer this weekend, and it's mm. like bittersweet. It's like, oh, it's coming to an end, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God, I need a break from oh, uh, yeah. youth baseball. So, yeah, we could talk tournament baseball coming up. Don't go anywhere, folks. Mike and Carmen, we are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike Norris on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple. ESPN 1000 and now on Digital FM at 100.3 HD2. Baseball second half underway. We touched on that a little. We gave you a preview of White Sox Indians this week at Guardians. I knew I was going to do it at some point. White Sox Guardians. Um, we talked about tonight's game a little bit and told you maybe look at the over eight with uh, the Quantrill Giolito matchup. We'll get to the Cubs and the Phillies. But uh, as we mentioned with Luke Pergandy, and we are the odds couple presented by PropSwap. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFelco with you each and every week on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN. 1,000. Shohei is the favorite right now to win the American League MVP. He's minus 110. In the uh, AL Cy Young uh, odds board right now, he's the third choice behind McClanahan and Verlander at 7-1. to one. Shohei pitches against Charlie Morton tonight. It's the Angels and the Braves. Braves at home, minus 155. Two and a half games back in the Mets in the NL East. The Angels are plus 130, and I think I like Shohei anytime he's an underdog right now. Mm -hmm. Seemingly the only time the Angels win a game, Mike, is when yep. this guy pitches. They've won each of his last six starts. I swear it's the only time they win. Mm -hmm. And to get plus money on Shohei, to me it's like, 
why not? He's got a .45 ERA in his last six starts, and I mentioned he's won them all. The Angels have won all six of those games. 13.1 strikeouts per nine. I mean, it's just uh, incredible, and if I can get him plus $1.30, I think I might like Shohei at plus $1.30. Yeah, I mean, he's a special talent. He's a freak. There's no doubt about it. He's very disciplined. He's very relaxed. He doesn't seem to get flustered too much. I, I uh, basically, uh, uh, just saw him for the first time the other night in the All-Star game. Uh, I had heard about him, but he plays on the West Coast on a bad baseball <laughs> not team. A bad team. It's, it's not his fault. It was good to see, uh, you know, Mike Trout, you know, there. Uh, he's aged a little bit since the last time I saw him, too, uh, last year. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the West Coast is, has, has no, uh, I guess the West Coast baseball is good. If you live on the West Coast, a lot of people, that's why the All-Star game was is good to showcase these guys. But you know what? Everybody knows what Show Eyes does. The writers know about it. Uh, the people that vote on it. It's going to be a tough race for MVP. McClanahan is, oh. uh, I watch him. I watch Tampa Bay every game, just like I watch Detroit, Boston, all the teams I have over and unders on. I quit watching the Cubs. I could get to them in a minute. But uh, you know what? I, I really think it's between Judge and, and Shoei yeah. for MVP. I think McClanahan has the inside track uh, with Tampa Bay, who, again, is chugging along at a pretty good pace. Well, you're spot on, I think, with the AL MVP race. I mean, the, the odds reflect it, Mike. Shohei's mm-hmm. minus 110, Judge is plus 150. Then you go... All the way out to ten to one for Jordan Alvarez, um, who's uh, on an IL stint right now. Anyway, I, I think if no, he, he's back. He oh, is he back? He hit a home run. Oh, yesterday. he hit a home run yeah. yesterday. That's right. Yeah. And, Thank you, and by the way, Jesse's pick right now for the uh, MVP because he's the only one with over a thousand OPS. Uh, or Jordan, yeah. I still think it's a long way. To, I mean, per- perhaps, but it's Houston, and there still could be a little bit of you know negative connotation around them. Devers is twenty one. I think it's a two horse race between Shohei and Judge. Yeah, McClanahan's two to one. As you mentioned for Cy Young, Verlander is right there at plus two fifty. Shane McClanahan's ERA since May eleventh is one point one five. He's got one hundred walks. I'm sorry, one hundred strikeouts to ten walks over that span. I mean, I like Jesse's pick. Uh, he'll find the one stat that sticks out, uh, but then you start looking at the stats of Judge oh. and, and Otani. He and hit a monster home run last night. Yeah, I mean, game. Judge came up with another one. Oh it's God. not his fault. They lost a doubleheader, so, you know, Houston, I mean, really, Houston looks good. I mean, they're a much better team since they lost Hinch, no doubt about it. <laughs> That's not, they're about the same, aren't they? Well, no, but they're no, they're playing honestly. That's, are we, that's, are we that, sure? That's the are we well, sure? You know what? I'm starting to think maybe not. I don't know exactly. <laughs> Good pitching matchup by in Queens tonight. It's Padres and Padres and Mets. Scherzer versus Darge, uh, Darvish oh, yeah. tonight. Listen to this total. Six and a half. You don't have much wiggle room. I mean, I get it with these two pitchers. Scherzer's been great since he came off his IL stint. 31 Ks in 19 and a third innings in three starts since coming off the IL. The strikeout prop for Scherzer tonight is seven and a half. And believe it or not, uh, the 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 you got to lay the juice on the under. So plus one ten uh, over seven and a half. I think I like that. Even though the Padres are not a big strikeout team, why not? He's gone eleven nine and eleven uh, Ks in the three games since coming off of the injured list. So that should be a good matchup between Scherzer and Darvish tonight. Scherzer's oh, yeah, a marvel. Then, he's a, like thirty eight. He's still pitching. Well, great. I love him. I do. I love them. I loved them ever since the time, well, with Detroit. I mean, if you're Detroit fans, you're sick to your stomach. Scherzer and Verlander are still chugging along. They, that's it. a good point. They're both oh they're like 40, God. and they're incredible, Mike. Oh, yeah. I mean, how are you – see, this is where if I was an owner, 
I keep both of those guys. I don't care how much money it is. You're going to make it back. Uh, but but they make more money with lower guys, lower salary guys, with a, a ballpark that's only half full. Mm. Instead of a ballpark that's filled, I cannot believe the, the scouting by Detroit, number one, phenomenal back in the day, you know. But oh. you know what? It's a shame. I got St. Louis and Cincinnati tonight. That's going to be good. Yeah. You got the Yankees in Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, I li- everybody's <clears throat> looking for Baltimore to have a resurgence. What happens with the Yankees tonight playing the Baltimore Orioles? If the uh, Orioles beat them tonight, uh, I, I, you know, and I'm, the Yankees are on the road. That's a big, big, big opening statement. I'm glad you brought that up. The Yankees had to play that doubleheader in Houston right. yesterday, then travel back to the East Coast where they're going to play in Baltimore for the weekend. The Yankees are minus 160 tonight uh, yeah. in Baltimore. The O's are plus 135 on the money line at home. Uh, it is Tyler Wells versus Jamison Tyone. That's your matchup. Baltimore, just so everybody knows, I think if people know the great streak they went on, they're 11 and four in July. Baltimore's an MLB best, 29 and 13 on the run line at home. If you want to take a look at that, they're minus 115 plus a run and a half on the run line tonight. Could be an interesting one considering, like Mike said, the Yanks had to travel after the doubleheader. They had to go into the bullpen a little bit yesterday in both those games. I wouldn't mind laying 115 for a run and a half considering how good the Orioles have been at home on the run line this season. Yeah, and you got other games tonight. Uh, you got Tampa Bay playing Kansas City, and I know Tampa Bay's been on a little bit of a roll, uh, but they're only on the road, minus 130 against a Kansas City team that's uh, getting plus 120 if you played a 10-cent line. Mm-hmm. By the way, Carm, I want to say that uh, I ran into a couple people uh, the other day, and they said they love the show, but they don't understand a lot of the baseball gambling. So I explained it to them as quickly as I could, and I said, listen, if you have the Yankees minus 160 and you lose uh, to maybe Cleveland, at my, uh, okay, then – for 100, you lose 160. Mm-hmm. If they win, you win the 100. Uh, if you lose with Cleveland, all you lose is the 100. But if you win with Cleveland, you win the 150. So it's a 10-cent line. So I, I know we, maybe some other, when we have more time, we could spend time on that. But we do have listeners that just love the show, love the information, but don't get uh, the baseball gambling. And there's a ton of those people out there. Baseball can be a little goofy sometimes, yep. too, with the run line thing. And like hockey with the puck line. I've heard people say that. Yep. Like, Wait, what is that then? And we were just talking about it with Yankees and Orioles. So the Yankees are the favorite on the money line, minus 160. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got to win the game for you to win that bet. Uh, the Yankees are also on the run line laying a run and a half. The Orioles yep. are getting a run and a half. But you have to... But in that scenario, the Orioles go from plus 135 underdog where just if you bet 100, you would win the 135 That's if the right. Orioles win outright. If you want to buy the run and a half, meaning mm-hmm. if the Yankees win 8-7, you win the bet. Now you go from betting 100 to win 135 to actually laying a dollar fifteen for every dollar you're going to win back. I, yeah. I hope we're explaining it uh, in some sort of well, I, I was fashion. entering my uh, third minute of history class. I was starting to... Just, <laughs> just, yeah, I, I thought I was back in school, but you're right, Carm. It takes longer to explain baseball than anything else. So yeah. we'll spend some more time in it as the playoffs come down. I think the interesting game tonight... Which one? I think all ice, Toronto and Boston. Yeah? Which team's going to step up? Yeah. You have Toronto, minus 125 with Gosman, like we said, plus uh, 115 with the Baldy. And they're, they're dogs at home, the Boston yes. Red Sox. Yeah, small dog at home tonight. That's right. And because they can't beat the East. 
They've so been terrible. We, we documented that last week. They haven't the won a series. They, I don't believe. I don't think they have. They've been no. terrible against the East. And they can't beat the East. They got De- they got Devers. They got uh, they they got a couple nice Bogarts. Bogarts, yeah. Uh, they got just a couple nice players. I think their pitching will betray them. I just think it's not against them. If Boston's in the Central, we got a problem. Absolutely. You're right. But but the, they're in a see that's where it's unfair. They're in a league where everybody's 500 or better. The division. The I the, the sale injury kills them. I think you're right about their pitching all. I felt so bad. I watched, I was it's watching brutal. that game. I go, God, you know what? It's going to be tough against Sale. And I actually you, you you know if a guy gets hurt, you don't want anybody to get hurt, but if you're betting against him, you're supposed to feel, you know, okay, we got a shot. I felt so bad when he got yeah, it. Yeah, it was bad. That ball went into right field off Oof. his finger Oof. and smashed. Yeah, terrible. Oh. Yep. Well, um, we're going to talk a little bit. Uh, coming up next, we'll get uh, Jim Miller. We'll talk a little bit about the Kyler Murray contract, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll also give you our best place. So we still got more to do, folks. We're cruising along. It's Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We're the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Oh, yeah, we're entering the home stretch, as we like to say on this Friday. Carmen and Mike, we're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Get us each and every week on the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replay Saturday morning, 8 until 9. And we enter the home stretch with our guy from Hawthorne Racecourse, who had another winner in a second-place hit last week. That's all he does is give out winners. He's the expert handicapper from Hawthorne. You follow him on Twitter, at Hawthorne Jim. It's Jim Miller! Jimmy! Boys, I'll tell you, it's so interesting. We talked a few weeks ago about great races at other racetracks, and there are great races with Saratoga and Del Mar going right now. But what I've found is just when you can focus on that home track, feel so much more confident about those selections at the home track, and they race better, that that's sometimes where you just have to stick and just try to keep giving out winners and then go from there. Yeah, I love that uh, philosophy. Maybe stick with what you know best uh, this time of year. Let me ask you about... The weekend and the weather, you know, you guys are racing under the lights anyway, I suppose, as it cools down a little. But what does the hot, humid weather, I mean, it's really going to heat up, it sounds like, this weekend with some sticky temperatures into the 90s and very high heat indexes tomorrow. What does that do for racing, and what does it do for the horse? Yeah, definitely bad for the horses early on in the day when it is at, at, at its hottest, for sure. In the evenings, it's not bad, especially if you get a little bit of a breeze going there. But a couple of precautions that we do make have to put hoses around the racetrack. So if horses need to cool off, you can basically roll right up to a hose and spray your horse down to cool them off, which is something that we offer. We shorten the amount of time that they're on the racetrack warming up so they can really give that maximum effort when they are putting forth that effort in the races. And because we have stakes racing all weekend long, we want to see these horses give their best effort. So a couple little precautions that definitely do go into place, but this is a time of year where we're very fortunate that we're racing under the lights. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the way that it's done. Uh, you know, uh, we had a ball player, I think, last week before the All-Star break uh, uh, leave the game because he was lightheaded. Uh, Luis Roberts, yeah. yeah if For multiple games, that's a yeah. long lightheadedness, too. Yeah, yeah Lou Gehrig's is not in, not in jeopardy. But all I'm going to say is this. If you're a horse, do the owners know and how many – how many heat-related scratches are there? Because some of these owners who invest a lot of money uh, from hay to boarding and everything else say, I don't want to risk my horse. If you have a good trainer and the trainer's honest with you, then, then you know for sure. 
and and you do look for the the best interest of the racehorse. And we're very fortunate that a lot of these trainers own their horses too, so they are going to make that effort to really keep a good eye on it. But do they get a lot of scratches? Do you get a lot? We'll get a handful. We will get a handful of scratches, but it's usually not excessive at night. Okay. Um, when you're in the afternoon, like I said, the biggest thing that you do is you just shorten the amount of time that they're on the racetrack. Instead of being out there for 10 minutes prior to a race, you shorten it to three or four minutes. And that's something where you see it on the thoroughbred end of things, too, where they'll go out there, they'll jog through the post parade, and then go straight to their race. They know how to prepare themselves leading up to it. They don't need a huge warm-up. A lot of that is pomp and circumstance, guys, just so the fans can see these horses on TV, too. Mm-hmm. They're doing all the prep work leading up to the race and the day of the race. That's really just the focus is that little bit of time that they put into that actual race. Well, the harness summer meet is uh, up and running, obviously, uh, as we've talked about for the last couple of weeks here at Hawthorne, racing all weekend long, tonight, tomorrow, Sunday. Are we staying at the hometown track again, Jimmy? What are we doing yeah, for this we're gonna week? Yeah, we're going to stay at the hometown track on Saturday. Like I mentioned, we have a lot of $50,000 stakes races all weekend long, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So three horses on Saturday, we'll bet them all across the board. Race number five, bet the four. Sunny and 80 across the board get the much better post draw than last week. Race nine, bet the one. Ironclad creation across the board. And then in race 10, bet the two. One R and the star across the board again. Good inside post. That's where you want to be, and that's where horses are winning from at Hawthorne. All right, so three races tomorrow, everybody. Saturday night at Hawthorne, under the lights. All these horses we're going to bet to win, place, and show. Race five, the four horse. Race nine, the one horse. Race 10, the two horse. Right, Jim? That's right. Build the bankroll for some MLB action, boys. Sounds good, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. Good luck. Jimmy! Our guy, Jim Miller, at Hawthorne Jim, and yeah, he hit uh, the winner's circle a couple times. Yeah, because I play golf with uh, a guy that, that doesn't like, once it's past 90, he don't want to play, you know? Yeah, Because I got to feel that horses are like that, yeah. uh, just like humans, Yeah, you know? Way too so. hot. Uh, Kyler got a big deal. Uh, we were, I think everybody kind of expected this would happen. There was just some posturing maybe on both sides early in the offseason. Five-year extension, that is important to note. This is really still a seven-year contract. Of course, we know, unless you're Deshaun Watson, uh, there are really aren't many fully guaranteed contracts in the NFL. The guarantee here is still pretty big, $105 million fully guaranteed upon signing. It includes $160 million guaranteed for injury. Um, he's going into his fourth year. He's about to turn 25. He hasn't won a playoff game yet, but he hasn't had a ton of opportunity. I like Kyler Murray. It's a lot of money, though, for uh, someone that hasn't won a whole heck of a lot just yet. It's the rub when you're in the NFL these days, though. You feel like if you've got a quarterback you really trust and you really like, you sort of have to pay him, and this quarterback market is crazy right now, Mike. I'm going to say that the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson, for him to be the only guy fully guaranteed, is what's wrong with the National Football League right now. I mean, he may not even play this season. And they're maybe banking on the future. Uh, but there, there, there seems to be more people showing up. I've heard stories from 28 girl, 20, 23 girls to now 65 girls and back and forth. So I don't think he's going to play. And if you're the National Football League, you can't just march him out there after four games, Carmen. Because no, I, tell, I agree. What did Tom Brady get? What did Tom uh, Brady get for taking, for, for taking an ounce of football, which meant nothing? Yeah. What did he get for the suspension? I think it was four. Was it six, and then they they reduced it to four? Is that right? I think Probably. that might be right. So yeah. wait a minute. I'm supposed to believe that this gentleman, or no, this guy, got involved with all these people, all these women. There's money being paid to settle because apparently there is a problem, and and we're going to give him only three or four more games than a guy who deflated an ounce of football. Amen. This is what's wrong with the National Football League. Amen. Period. Yeah, amen. I, it is. It's it's wild. When we're still waiting Crazy. 
to see when that actual suspension. And you disparage another kid that didn't play well because he was hurt. But this guy's the this guy's the second coming. That's all you need to know about the Cleveland Browns, folks. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Sorry. Um, we didn't really talk too much Cubs-Phillies. I actually got to play in that game if we want to oh, start God. some best plays. Believe it or not, I do. I got to play in Cubs-Phillies. Well, how much time we have? Because I want to bring – well, we'll get about what about Randy after we make our picks. In fact, we'll go to Randy in, in a minute. Yeah, we'll go to him in a minute. Yeah. It, it's Justin Steele. Uh, Cubs and Phillies out of the break. Justin Steele versus Kyle Gibson in Philly tonight. The total's nine. I actually like the under in this game tonight. Eight of the Phillies' last ten have gone under the total. Justin Steele – there hasn't been much to be positive about if you're mm-hmm. a Cubs fan. Justin Steele's probably one of the positives. Uh, since June 1st, Justin Steele's ERA is 2.98. I told you the trend of the Phillies playing under here. The under is 5-2-3 and three in the Cubs' last 10, and their offense has been dreadful in July. I mean, it's one of the five, uh, four or five worst in all of baseball. So I like the under in Cubs-Phillies, under 9 tonight, Mike. Oh, good. I got something to watch, and I hope the Cubs win that game. That's a great pick, Carm. I'm going to tell everybody this. I know, you know. I I, I I came up with this. I can't understand how it happened, but the Colorado Rockies, Ooh. okay, at plus 105 on the road to get a run and a half against the Milwaukee Brewers, who are minus 280. Yeah, they're huge favorites. Are huge favorites with Corbin Burns, yet through my analysis that has produced uh, 70% on the bonus play over the last four years. I was going to use this on the bonus play, but I'm going to have some different stuff for Carmen Yurko. It came up, take the run and a half. It's two uh, uh, with with the Colorado Rockies, with Antonio Sensitalia, who after the game will be playing uh, a gig with Jose Feliciano. <laughs> yeah. And Corbin Burns, who uh, who's supposed to be the beat-all, end-all, but that, he can be hit. So uh, that's what I got. Uh, couch change, ladies and gentlemen. Rockies, a little Rockies run line, plus the run and a half at plus 105. I like it. Yep. Um, what about Randy? What about Randy? We got First of all, Randy, heartbroken from actually going to another state when he could have gone down the street to have the results that happened in the tournament. Very right good hand. point, Mike. <laughs> five hours there, five hours back. That's but all, you know what? God. A lot of bonding time with Brett That's and with good. other kids. So it was fun. We had a good time. Well, you know, my dad used to bond with me uh, at the kitchen table. He once told me, scotch and water is an acquired taste. I go, thanks, Dad. So. So that's great. That, that so you lose Words the to tournament. Live by. Uh, yeah, it's all yeah. solid. Yeah, and then and then I, you had some other stuff go on. Well, you're the commander now. That's for sure. The you commander. know that nickname. He told me he loves that nickname, yeah. so that's what he's going to be known for now on. He, and what? Right. He picked the low man for. Well, I had he, Sam Burns at minus eight. I had him for the low round, the low the round. final round of the Open Championship, and Cam Smith oh, God. birdied eighteen. Unbelievable. Yeah, best, and I was listening on the way home. I've ever seen. Oh. And they said his hits can be a tough up and down, and he put it like two feet underneath the yeah, pin and, and the, won the. I open made that long putt like his once. The the like Mike said once. the putting exhi- exhibition he put on on that back nine on Sunday was incredible. Best I've ever seen. Yeah, it was uh, real, real quickly, I like Dylan Cease on Sunday against uh, against, against Beaver? the Guardians. Yep. Okay. And then I'll give you guys a stat. I gave this to you yesterday, Carm, I think. Um, okay. uh, J-Lo just got married, I believe, for the sixth, sixth time. time. Wow. Yeah. And the other times, the year she's been married, Tom Brady has won the Super Bowl. Is that right? Yes. Right. What is, yes. That's wild. Yes. Good call, yeah. Merck. So we should put some money on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? They're 7-1 to one right now. To yeah. win the Super Bowl at 7-1. All right, there we go. Yeah. Any other best plays, or are we good, boys? No, I'm just happy I'm not a guy that's a serial marriage type of guy. You right? know, Six times. My God, she's challenging Liz Taylor, who holds the record at eight, and Mickey Rooney. Yeah, yeah, Mickey Rooney, Liz Taylor, and now Larry King. I think he had about <laughs> seven or eight, <laughs> yeah, too. Larry King, she, uh, 
I think he married uh, one that was like 19. God she, bless. She's going for the all-time record. We thank yeah. Randy Merkins. Great to have Randy back. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, thank you, as always, to Luke Pergandy and to Jim Miller. And happy wagering. Everybody have a great weekend. Mikey, we'll, uh, we'll see you next week, buddy. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.